Welcome to Blue Balls, a Sporting Kansas City podcast with your two hosts, John and Alex. And Alex. Open wide for some After 4-1 loss at home to Seattle. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. This one was... The first game of the season, I felt, was just a little painful to watch. Like, Uh actually, in the 75th minute, I was, at that point, just scrolling on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like completely yeah. checked out which happens very rarely but i yeah i was a bit checked Uh-oh. out on, on the tail end of this one too yeah. um yeah it was uh i mean just not good mate no you know i thought it started out well <laughs> okay yeah let's start let's start that then um, do you want to go through sure yeah my first take um before the whistle uh, was, God damn it, it's the same lineup that it always is. Um, so Vermees does say 10 games to get an identity. You know, okay. so I I don't know. 10 games to get an is identity. Is long? How many people have up? been there every fucking year now? Like, what identity is yeah, there? Is the identity... Point. Please tell me what identity has been has built not so been far. No, has has been built so far. This season? Yes. We're going to make sure <laughs> that our center backs get the most touches on the team. They did? We're going to make sure that we are unable to play through the middle at all. Yeah. We're going to make sure that that uh, that the best chances that we can make up every game are shots outside of the box or crosses put into Agata. I'm, I'm yawning is, just thinking of this game again. Is that our is that our identity? That <laughs> wait, wait! You had a positive take. You just went negative. What What was your first positive? Well, I was take just on of the okay. Yeah. Uh. Well. On the less positive thing, I was like, "God damn it! Same lineup." Um. Oh yeah. I figured shit hasn't been working at all. Maybe a little tactical change, or maybe a little personnel change on some things that. We felt have not been as good, like maybe Sweat or maybe um, Shelton, uh, but both of them got the start, got the go-ahead. Um, at the very beginning of the game, within the first five We're minutes, say, uh, <laughs> I was like, wow, well, Sporting's doing well uh, to win the ball um, in the midfield, uh, and it looks like good ball movement. Uh, you know, the game was pretty wide open. Uh, then we did score in the first half, um, or in the first five minutes. I do have to give cl- uh, credit to Shallowy. Um, you have to like. I mean, he like did the... well. He yeah. did well. He yeah, did yeah. well. I thought he did. I thought he did 
I thought he did better to try to take people on, to dribble mm. and try to make things happen. And you saw that in the goal. Um, you know, there was the he kind of combined with Sweat. Um, Sweat was the one who passed him that ball. Uh, and then he beat saw he beat the fullback and then he uh kind of faked going inside or going outside again but then cut inside hit that shot um it was a good hit as well and uh agata was in the right place to put it in the back of the goal as yeah hit off the post oh was it back out was it the post Mm -hmm. i thought thought the keeper got his hands on it either way it spilled out agata there to put it his first Yep, first goal. goal of the season so I think that's him. big for him, especially after the PK last week. Where you're like, oh, yeah, you could see how much I, yeah. it meant to yes. him. Also, yeah, he was so ecstatic. Um, gotta so good goal. good start. Um, and then uh, two goals in two games as well. Two early goals. Yeah, and and um, you know, good things. You're like, wow, maybe uh, it is. A change in how things are going, you know, goal issues, um, you know, go on the first five minutes. Hell yeah. Well, here's the thing with that. Like, even when in, like, the Colorado and the LA Galaxy game were the two for me where we took so many of those shots, like, outside the 18, curl mm-hmm. in, like, a lot going right to the keeper's hands. Yeah. And, I mean, even in those moments, it's like, are they the ones you want ideally but in soccer things happen you know like things are going to spill out like keepers aren't going to handle them well you know sometimes you're really going to have a quality hit at that so it you know i don't know if like the top of the 18 is the ideal place you want to be taking so many of your shots but at this point we've taken i don't even know but through the five games that has been our only offensive really yeah. strong point. And so then it's like, of course, inevitably, you know, you get one to spill out. Sure. I you didn't get that for the first three games. And I so, will say that, like, yeah, if you get an and, open shot top box, fucking take it. Absolutely. And Chalowee's last week was a deflection, too. You know, so it's yeah. just like shit happens. No, sure. And and I don't and think... And that's why I'm good with I don't think we should those. stop taking yeah. those shots. Yeah, yeah. I think... For me, though, is that we have no other option. It yeah. either has to it's, be it's that, only that. Yeah, it either yeah. has to be that shot or just sail blindly sail a ball into the box and hope that a guy gets on the end of it. There's no, there's nothing else besides that. It, yeah. Like, so far this season, only that shots is outside. The yeah. only thing that has looked. It's the only thing that we've scored off of. Yeah. So. Oof. Like, like, like. <laughs> but yeah. The frustrating yeah, yeah. thing for me is nothing going on no no beating somebody on the wing and playing a ball on the ground across box or or no passing and working the ball mm-hmm. into the box none of that and like so it's been good that we have been able to get our shots off um but you know again like if all your shots are just coming from top box like that's not going to be sufficient right. enough i don't yeah. think um yeah, after Shalouis scored that goal, um, I noted that I feel like maybe well, Seattle Agata's, was a little yeah. bit. Or, yeah, sorry. After Agata no, yeah. scored that, you we know, give it to Shalou. Yeah, yeah. Shalouis did all the work. Um, <laughs> uh, after Don't forget that, Sweat's work. Oh, uh, yep, he was involved. He, he he got the hockey assist on that one. Uh, 
yeah, after that, it kind of seemed to me like uh, Seattle woke up uh, then because then after that goal, they started um, controlling the game, taking most possession. Um, and then also at, after that point, in between like uh, scoring and like 15 minutes in, I noted that, okay, we were back to attacking just on the wings and not being able to move the ball in the middle at all. I talked uh, with you about this earlier a little bit, and I <clears throat> I think that, I think overall they were, it was not the best game for a lot of people. Um, and I think maybe a lot of people looked to our back line as being the ones to kind of fail us in this Seattle game. Um, I think they did kind of fail us, uh, honestly, but also in their defense, um, I think they were put in a, in, in very poor positions over and over and over again, because if every chance that Seattle has, um, involves a four on four, for instance, uh, where normally you expect your back line to have a numbers advantage um, because I don't think there's anybody who's lining up with four up top um, in the league. You know, uh, you expect your back line to have a numbers advantage, um, but there was so little help from the midfield um, when it came to defending. Uh, we watched the highlights again before uh, recording this and multiple times you know on at least two of the goals uh when the ball moves forward there is a solid 10 yard gap it's a wild amount of space it's it's like a, a wild yeah. amount of space like you're you need some help from your midfielders uh you know when defending and there would always be a just a 10 a bubble yeah a 10 yard bubble in between our furthest uh, center mid and our center backs. And also, too, I remarked that um, Zussi and Sweat were both getting 2v1'd repeatedly um, on the flanks, and I think that it has to do with help from the um, center mids again, um, because the only question is if, if Zussi is stepping up to somebody... Um, like, for instance, the first goal that they scored, if Zussi is stepping up to that man and there's somebody wide open right next to him, he can get 2v1'd, a give-and-go, and he's beat. Um, and, and he's always... And for me, it feels like he's always in containment. Like, that's our whole deep... I, I, yeah. And which makes sense yeah, for me, too. Definitely. Like, he probably is getting beat if he's not just trying to... Yeah, but, like take a step there yeah it, but in that situation like um that other man was there the only thing that really could have happened was was um like volader stepping up to stop that man which i don't think he should have because i think he would have been vacating his space and not keeping the structure of the defense that they wanted um so that either means that this man just has to be able to wander free or there has to be a center back or a center midfielder who is helping yeah. to. So so to the goal for the, for their first the one first one yeah was 
really they're attacking up <laughs> on the left side yeah the left center back goes into the middle yeah we talked about last week uh about well, he goes thing. outside right he goes he plays to the outside player he and plays then he wants to back to the outside cross in yeah morris mm-hmm. the leading and goal scorer is 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 oh yeah open we talked about last week uh one of the goals that i found very frustrating was where i remarked that i have never seen yeah or i never recognized a counter that was sprung when we had 11 people behind the ball um i stand corrected because it happened again on this on on jordan morris's first goal the center back uh, played the ball out to their winger, essentially, or somebody playing high and wide um, for Seattle. And when he did that, he made one pass that cut out. I think At least last everyone time, in the midfield yeah. was then. Yeah, they were too far up. I think. I think last time it was one pass that cut out five people. This time it cut out all three. It cut out all three of our attackers and all three of our midfielders. One pass, sprung the counter, and then suddenly there was this at least ten yard space in between the furthest center mid back and our and any of our defenders. Uh, so then one pass happens, cuts out our front six players, um, and we have a four v four. Uh, going against us um, again, and it was a good. I mean, he that that yeah. pass was quality, you know. Sure, but yeah, I and so then that situation just kept cropping up throughout. Yeah, the game. yeah, like, you would see the space yeah. in between our our you know center mid Volader, who you would think normally in that well, Walter right or, or Walter. That's what yeah, I'm Walter. sorry. You would think normally yeah. would have more of a defensive duty right. and would That's be more rooted to the center spot being that he's the only protection for our center mids but man like multiple times in those highlights even that we saw just the main highlights of the game you could really see just How this open they were. this huge gap yeah. in between our midfield and our defense. And it's funny cuz I thought he was playing really well at the beginning of the season. Like I still think he does well to jump channels, like passing channels and you know as far as a 6 goes. I mean that's not his natural position, right? Usually he's up um at one of the higher midfield spots. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's there there was just too much space. Well, for those guys to get all those crosses in. Yeah, and just last thing on especially like that space and that failing that was happening in between our um, midfielders and and our center backs is that um, maybe one might counter with well uh, that's what the wingers do when they come and tuck in. They're covering for those center mid midfielders to help you know Zussi or help yeah. whoever um my issue with those are that even they're though not defensive players they're not defensive players bad yeah on D, like uh-huh. they look really bad useless on D. like like yeah useless. they're they're like you know shelton being the body and whatever to try to win balls back like he can do that but when it comes to actually questioning his 
his or or Shallowy, as Shallowy had to fill in after Sweat got the red card. Um, when it comes to questioning his like defensive instincts or or positioning knowledge whatsoever, zero. Um, you know maybe can win a ball back, but when it comes to marking anybody, staying goal side, um, you know it seems that simple. But it really was so many times that our players weren't just goal side. Yeah, just or just not goal not side. Even. Yeah, or or just seeing or like a midfielder or two midfielders running back toward goal, seeing two unmarked men in front of our center backs. Again, the center backs could step up and mark those guys, but then they are vacating that all of that space where they are supposed to be the anchor of our defensive line. So they shouldn't step up there. What should happen is those center mids should look and go, shit, I need to bust my ass to get goal side on them. But instead, they would kind of jog back and be you know maybe five yards behind the player that they're just watching stand free in the middle of the field and it, when that happens that ball comes to that player they're too far away to react um and even if they were right on them they could still get bodied like you gotta like they have to be goal side they have yeah. have to be goal side um if we don't have the uh if those players aren't going to be disciplined enough or keep getting found to be out of position because of uh, because of their duties that they need to do for the press, we're going to continue having problems with this exact thing. I think that based on how this is going, I would my suggestion would be put four people in the midfield. Um, if we have just to eliminate the Kyrie Shelton spot, well, because okay, so Russell is going to line up there. Soon. Okay, so He's, he ended up coming in today. Sure, you know. So if it's not four people in the midfield, um, then we talked about maybe like a a four two three one, um, which really would just be dropping back, you know that like that way you could still have one midfielder who's playing behind Agata, probably Tommy would fill that role really well to yeah. to work in those spaces off of the center forward. Um you have Russell and uh like Shallowy on those uh kind of more wide midfielder wing spaces. Shallowy we try this formation? I think he could do it, yeah. I think so. Um you would need to learn to play the overlap ball, but um, but That's yeah, rough too. then because then you have some defensive shape and those two and and Tommy and one of those two defensive mids can help on the press. Um, but even when Tommy and like let's say the ball is on the right side, um, so our left side. Uh, then you can have Agata pressing, Shallowy pressing. You can have Tommy covering in, uh, any middle stuff going on. And then if there's somebody deeper than that, you can have one of the defensive mids covering that too. In that situation, you still have a defensive mid back sitting in front of, you know, who's, who's staying home. They're going to stay there. So we don't keep getting one pass from the center back that cuts everybody out, and then we've got a four-on-four. Four, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, I think we just we've been losing the midfield and losing up the spine uh, every well, single game. And it's game. also because one of our midfielders is the most forward player on the field. Sometimes, like Tommy, is so much into the pressure. Like he'll be he'll be doing that more than Agata, and so yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's, well, if that's going to be the case, tough, you need he's two people behind everywhere, him. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if yeah. that's going to happen, though, you need two people behind him. And I just don't think Espinosa's Espinosa, got the gas right now. Well, he would be fine in one of those two defensive mid spots, I think. If you had him and Voltaire in those defensive mid know. spots... He could even be the one to sit and stay home because... He did play that pretty ball from that deep... Yeah, because I loved can... that last week. He played that, and then Agata got to run onto it. Yeah, and there's that was like nice. a challenge. Cause... And because that wasn't wide, it, that wasn't yeah. wide either. It was like a little bit narrower, so yeah. he didn't have to. Yeah, that's pretty soccer. Well, like the spine of our team, every game with the formation that we go with is the two center backs, and then Voltaire, and then. Agata, that's our spine. There. <laughs> like and and like you can Ugh. see why that's an issue. Yeah. Um. If we at least had, because, because if Voltaire stayed sitting in front of the center backs every time, we wouldn't have as much of an issue. But he is highly involved in the press. He's highly involved trying to win the ball back in the middle. So if he tries to do that. And, you know, I think maybe this worked in the past and stuff for Vermees, but, like, the the quality of play has gotten better in the MLS. And, therefore, it is harder to get traps and find weak weak links in the because the weak links aren't as weak. Um, it's harder. Playing a ball that's cutting your whole team. <laughs> yeah, literally, from, from the center backs, who you would expect yeah, yeah, yeah. to be the, worst. the least technical players on the Dumbos. field. The big, the big brute dumbos. <laughs> can, um, can we bring back some good slicing us to pieces? We should do some uh, good Give center back shout outs. Fucking Harry Maguire. <laughs> okay, Harry Maguire. <laughs> kind of. His touches. Yeah, but <laughs> he's the evolution of the the. I, I really Bricks. like the idea of a four two three one, and that's the one that that's the formation He's that you brought. Never up. going to try. I it's we're we're with the four three three, ride or die. I think we know that now. Okay, After well fourteen years. Okay, well then keep losing. <laughs> keep losing, losers. <laughs> I mean, like for I think real, it's keep yeah losing. Keep lo- I mean, keep losing. I mean. Well, right now we we will. Okay, but we like won't. who please tell me like the problems that what we've been having on defensive side and everything. Please tell me who's going to come into the team that's going to change those defensive issues. Honestly, I I think Fontas and Volader could both lose their spots. And 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 that that actually And Sweat that is And Espinosa. Yeah, but I'm talking we, up we, the middle of the field. There's a lot and Shelton. There's like Honestly, so many guys right now that okay, but let's you aren't you, in you the take out anymore. you take out Volader and you take out Fontas and you put better center backs in there. That doesn't fix the problem of that ten yard space in between. Yeah, you. I know. I you like. 
I don't get on the center backs as much on that, but I still think they could do something. Yeah, I think there was a lot of miscommunication in like they the could whole still game step in general. To that. Like they're not they shouldn't just be two cones at the back that you know they, but they need get to the, be more yeah. active because I mean they weren't the crazy thing about this game is we have four at the back and yet no one touches the ball at any like you know these crosses in just yeah. eliminates all of them so like they need to you just need to be I worried like they obviously play bad yeah I, I think I think there shouldn't be so much space yes would yes. you I guess it comes down to would you rather there. have Volader Fanta stepping up to that to prevent that pass coming in and it might not even come in? Um, yeah, I, I would say that. I like I would rather them step and do something. Well, would you rather them do that or would you rather not have or would you rather have somebody there so you don't even have to worry about that? Like, we've been doing so poorly on defense and like in this last game. Like, again, I'm blaming our midfield for not supporting uh, our defense, um, but also our defense played like shit, too. Um, so I think that, you know, the question is is just have the defense play better or, or actually have the midfield help at all. Like, the midfield should have a role in, in our defense. Um, and I mean, our de- like if you're so focused on winning the ball up in the attacking, well, we third, still lead that stat, if, and that's a good stat. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, but, yeah. But but like no, if I'm you're so you. focused on having like your whole midfield and front three involved in trying to win the ball up there, that they constantly keep getting countered, even though that they're like the all eleven players are behind the ball, like. That is a weak spot. It's a weak spot. And, you know, again, depending on... That doesn't seem like me to something that you put in your best wingers because now they're back from injury or whatever. I don't see how a team that can move the ball well, how that changes the situation. I think you're still fucked. Yeah. I. So here's my position with that. Like, so was it the second goal that looked eerily similar to... It was their first one, so yeah, the second... The one that Zussi... Got one two on. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking about the one he clears it oh. to the Portland player. That was the... Because one where we were under pressure. Yeah. That was on the... Because honestly, to me, that reminded me so much of the first goal for Portland of the season, where I and I don't know yeah, that was the, where that that's was their in their heads. If that is like keep possession at all time, like don't clear it. But you know, you can't just give it away like that. Well, he but tried to clear it. But he tried. He was to under it, so I much mean, pressure that that was the best he could. But do. I think, like, just I mean, I do think. If you shoot more from the 18, things will happen and it will translate into goals. And I think it would also, like, what ended up happening for Seattle on that play is what I think can happen for sporting if we keep doing that. Like, I've already felt that a lot of teams have tried to clear it out of their 
final third and it just is at a sporting player's feet and then they get to go on a quick counter and we haven't made too much of those opportunities yet but i think we we will like i mean i i just you if you do that enough times something like that is going to happen sporting's way like agata or someone is going to be in that channel where the seattle player got it and yeah i mean i don't disagree with you but to me that doesn't sound sufficient enough to win games especially yeah with especially with how our defense has been playing that does not sound you like if your whole offensive strategy revolves off of mistakes from your opponent <laughs> like that's not an offensive well, strategy mistakes that you're causing right with with the pressure with everyone being so forward yeah but then also if that pressure that you are using to cause their mistakes is also making you give up multiple goals a game then that trade-off that math doesn't add up and and we got one goal tonight, and they got four. <laughs> well, that, that play didn't even happen from a counter. Our goal, you know, it was yeah. just. If you just like, I mean, I've I've been saying it the whole time, but it's great to have the ability to counter because you won the ball in the attacking half. That's great. Um, that should be a bonus. In my opinion, that should be a bonus on top of your already existing attacking strategy. That's not how it has felt. It has felt like that's what we're banking on. And then when we end up going forward, when the other team has everybody behind the ball, then we just get to the flank. Um, we can't play up the middle at all because we are yeah, outnumbered in the so middle. This, I mean, it's every game. single game. It, it is every game. Um, it is every And game. so then we end up getting the ball on the flank. We don't have uh, wingers has like at the moment. like passes, yeah. right? Like, yeah. He had the most touches on the field. Most touches. Yeah. Um, it was like 92 or something. 92. Um, yeah, so we go up one side, and if that doesn't work, then we bring it all the way back, switch it through... And then go up the whole other flank, not being able to play through the middle at all because we're outnumbered and, um, and uh, and and then that's where we end up relying on just just fucking hoofing a ball into the box and hoping and praying that a god gets his head on it. Which again, that's not a statistical numbers game that I think we're going to especially when this benefit. Always- yeah, from too many defenders. It yeah, seems like too and on. so it's so we can't beat people on the wing to take the ball in the box so we can play a more surgical ball, um, and we aren't able to move the ball through the middle to work the ball in the box. So we are just hoofing it in on a blind cross from the flanks or hitting a shot or cutting in and hitting a shot from top box, and like. And if that's all you have, blindly playing a cross in to try to get your 5'10 forward's head on it, or or hitting shots from top box, you're not going to win games. Especially on top of how our defense is playing. Like, yeah, that's you're not going to win games. That's the most concerning thing. Out of all of the trends, out of all of the negative trends, losing games that you're up first is probably 
the one I hate to see the most. Yeah. It's like you're in the lead. And even when I wrote, you know, we, we take little notes so we can be... Of course, so we can give you be ready. the best. And I'm, I'm writing a note like we don't look like we're pressuring. Or like we just looked... It looked so easy for them in that second half to do what they wanted. And it, 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 I, I always... It's tough, you know, playing at home... We used to have such a strong home record, but now it just felt so easy for them to come in and take three points and say, see ya. Well, you know, like, I think... Out of it. You, you've remarked about how, like, sporting normally keep possession more possession of the ball right. than their opponent. I, if, I think, if not every single game, maybe, like, all but one game, we have had less possession than our opponent. Um, I think one thing that really... I we definitely aren't dominating it as much as we did. Like, this one, it, I, I think it ended up being, like, 48-52. Like, I, I, think, I think it has to come down with us not being able to move the ball through the middle at all. Anytime we switch it, we are switching it through the back. Like, we don't have a threat. Think of when Ilya was here. Uh, How often was he carrying the ball <laughs> up through the middle straight up the middle and having and having the ability to play it further up the middle, play to the right, play to the left. Like he was our nerve center. He was our nerve center and he was being able to distribute everything from there. Um we don't have that now. If we switch the play, it is going all the way back to the center backs, then going to all the kicking fullback. it back to the keeper. Yeah, then <laughs> then a fullback and then up to like shallowy and then oh that doesn't work so we send it back to the fullback and then switch it across the center backs and then yeah. to the other fullback and then up again like like Espinoza for instance the anytime like if Tommy gets on the ball and goes forward and goes dribbles at people and stuff. But that's usually only when we're breaking. Or, like, I'm talking about we move the ball in the back. We like to do short passes in the back. So the other team is fully behind the ball at this point. Yeah. Um, what do we do? How do you break that down? Well, you have to be working. able to move the ball through the middle. Yeah. Um, and so we don't. So, you know, basically it's just us going around them until we eventually get the ball up to a one-on-one with our flank player and then they can't they don't try to or are unable to beat somebody so they just play a ball in it to Agata who doesn't get his head on um it's not sustainable it's like again like I think that's where our possession has dropped because now we it seems like we're keeping possession of the ball sometimes, but it's really only between our fullbacks yeah. and our center backs. Um, the difference in the past is we were able to maintain any possession and threat through the middle of the field. When we had Ilya, you know, we were an attacking threat through the middle of the field. That allows you to allow a winger or your center forward to make a diagonal run into the box or wherever and find that space find those soft pockets in the in the defense and we don't have that because we can't move the ball through the middle at all we're getting bossed in the middle every single time 
and it just sucks. Like, it just sucks. It's really hard it's, to watch. It's really hard to watch. It's really frustrating football. Um, and that's what I'm asking. The way that shit's going right now, okay, you get center backs back. You get Russell in. Um, like, Russell can create chances, far more chances than Shelton can. Oh, yeah. Um, so you it have that. You have that. After we were already down to 10. We haven't even talked about the other girls, like. Yeah. Well, we just other things. But, yeah, no, so Russell does come in today. So first time back for the season, which is great news. But I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see his effectiveness. Oh, yeah. Though, because. Oh, just you wait. Well, because, because he is good at taking people in those one-on-ones. Um, if you want a guy to go to the baseline and play a low ball into a guy to Watch out. Yeah, but... Watch next week, But folks. also where where he is a threat is making those runs behind the line. Oh, yeah. And getting the ball in. What I'm saying is right now we are not able to maintain possession in the midfield at all. That's not on. Because think of every time our wingers get yeah, the ball, yeah. they're never making a run behind. and get. It. They're getting the ball played from their fullback either as they're checking back and getting it to their feet or over the top and like but not a ball that goes in between one of the center backs and one of the fullbacks as they're making a run cutting inside that never happens so he's got less options now so that's why i'm interested i think he will be far more effective than shelton i think i think i think i think you could put a lot of people in there that would be far more effective than shelton on the front side of things but like um, I think he'll I think he'll be more effective cutting in and everything, but I. But if he's not getting the service that he's used to, uh, I would expect to see him get frustrated as well. And well, what what's great about him too on that side is, I think he plays with Zussi so well. Like their combinations, like Zussi, I think will become a better offensive player once like yeah, because once Russell's playing yeah more I you know I agree I think that could change a lot I'm excited I'm excited to see how Tommy and Russell combine too I think there's just that's I'm not ready if if the only change in the lineup next which I don't think it will be I I've got some tweets I'm gonna send your way to get uh-huh. your thoughts on but um, if the only change in the lineup is Russell for Shelton, I think it's a different game. I think it's a little different game. I think it is a different game. I still don't think it's, it solves what we were talking about of, of um, our possession and being able to work the ball in the middle. And it would possibly get some more effective and better opportunities from him playing better balls in or or beating people on the dribble or what have you. So I agree with you there. Um, it's not going to change our defensive woes or, or our inability to maintain possession or be a threat at all through the middle of the field. <laughs> My thoughts. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I mean it's. I mean, do you even wanna? Do you even wanna undress the rest of these goals? Because like, it's pretty brutal. That's that's my dog, Fez. 
Yeah, say sweet, hi to Sydney. Sydney. She might be making more appearances <laughs> as we go on. But um, she's a sweetie. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know. When it comes down to, like, I really don't even want yeah. to break down all the other goals. I'll just say that through most of the goals, there was... A, it's tough to break down. A breakdown. This many yeah. ad, uh, bad defensive stretches. A breakdown of communication from from mainly our center backs. Um, again, I think to put it all on them is unfair uh, because I think they had little to no support from the midfielders. Midfielders were watching players uh, even outnumbering our back four. Um, and they were not getting goal side, you know, they weren't helping. Um, but in those situations, our center backs and our back line in general were not equipped to deal with, uh, with the situations that we found ourselves in, weren't able to communicate to each other, left people unmarked. Um, I mean, it really, like, one player on their team had three assists. One player on their team had four goals. Also, two. It's yeah. like, and you could see how. Frustrated. I wonder what was working for them. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, whatever can we do to prevent this from happening? Well, almost all of their goals are coming the same from the same side. You know. Um, again, I think center midfielders not helping out on the defense allowed for us to uh, have two v ones with our. Fullbacks and allowed for uh, that dude to to get three and three assists. I think that poor communication at the back allowed for Morris to get on the ball one on one with the goalkeeper almost four times. Um, and you could see how frustrated Pulskamp was getting because it's like I'm sure before the game started it was like scouting report guys watch out for Jordan Morris he's one of the top scorers in the league and then he scores. And then they're like, guys, what the heck? You know, Pulse Camp's like, guys, you got to stay on on him. You got to stay goal side. And then he scores again. And he's like, guys, nobody was near him. You got to stay goal side on him. And then he scores again. And then he's like, are you fucking serious? And then he does it again. Um, And, like, that last goal you could see. Oh, yeah. He was... He he was he, beside himself. He yeah, because because like, because four times at that point he had said, "Hey, don't leave the leading goal scorer uh, open. Hey, don't leave the leading goal scorer and the guy who scored once. Hey, don't leave the leading goal scorer, the guy who's got a brace, the guy who's got a hat trick, the guy who's now scored four times on us. Like, you know, like, hey, uh, newsflash." Even if you drop everything you're doing and fucking stand on Morris goal side, you'll be doing better than what you're doing otherwise. Or else, if that weren't the case, he wouldn't have scored four goals on us. Yeah, I mean... And we talked about the goal last week where it just seems like sporting defenders, like our center backs, are just covering... Space, space just not man. Space. Yeah, and then they're getting completely taken out of the play. Like, that's where, like, they felt the past... I mean, this game especially, like, what what did they do defensively? Like, what good defensive style? That's why at least if someone, if one of them are 
you know, trying to shut down that pass in the middle, like, I mean, in every goal, they were just so taken out of the play yeah. before it even you sh- happened. Yeah, you know? there shouldn't, you shouldn't have to have both of your center backs marking somebody, though. Because one, one of the center backs should be able to cover, and the one behind should be able to communicate to everybody else because they can see everybody in front of them. Um, but they didn't have that luxury. Volader and Fantas didn't have that luxury. They, at all points, either had two people in front of them that they could have been marking or and had to choose between holding their shape and doing that um, and had nobody to support them from behind because of that huge huge gap in front of the center backs and behind the midfielders we just got exploited that i mean that's inexcusable like you hate to see any professional team getting exposed by having that gap um you really got a question though a professional team having that gap the entire 90 minutes of the game and getting punished multiple times because of that gap you know and i think on those crosses too like yeah i mean i i do think that i mean like it's not just on the midfield though you know like it's not just on the midfield the sweat didn't stop anything from coming in either you know yeah but i think it's because they're not the strongest defensive player like they i mean those balls just go in but you know know, there was nothing to like everything it was just so crosses are going to come in that's just a fact of soccer. Yeah, they are going to come in. The thing that you... Like, yeah, you can block some and prevent some from coming in, but they will come in. Uh, the question is, are you going to have three dudes in the middle of the field with nobody marking them? That's going to be the determination on how effective these crosses are. Uh, and, and again, you know, two dudes in the middle, three dudes in the middle, and you've got the two center backs that have to deal with that. Not ideal, very bad. Um, even if it's just two on two, like you shouldn't have to be in that position. That's why you need midfielders to be helping in that space, which we didn't have. And again, you know, 90 minutes of that being the case and us giving up probably, I would have to venture at least two of those goals were, if not more, were had like happened because of that space that existed there. Um, that to me is a managing problem. That to me is a tactical. He said it, folks. That's a tactical. <laughs> that's a tactical failure. That happened for ninety minutes. That like, you know, it could be players not knowing their position and not doing what they need to do. That also could fall on managers not making sure that that's. Uh, like they know what they're supposed to be doing or it could be players doing what they're told to be doing and then finding that what they've been told to be that they're supposed to be doing is leaving this huge gap in the field um either way you gotta do something about that on the first goal when that one ball cut us apart it was four before and they had four guys in this let, let me read team. some tweets. Yep. Yeah. Hit let me, me read, hit let me me read me. some tweets. What do you make of the cauldron doing a blow the whistle chant at their own stadium? For the 90 minutes? Yeah. 
when the end of booze? Um, should we be doing? Is it time? I hate to see. I hate to see a team being booed by Your their own, own team. by their by their <laughs> own fans. I hate to see it. Five games in, Alex. I'm not your no, no, no. Five I'm games not, in. I'm not done. <laughs> I hate to see that happening, um, because like that's that's especially such a terrible es- place to be at the beginning of a season. Especially if it's pointed at the the players. Um, so I think fans. Sweat. No, I w- I mean even even if the players had a bad game. I can point that out and say I don't think they should get the start. But I still love you. But but I still want you to be. Your but best. nobody on the field is the reason that we are. What's our record now? We've tied two oh, and five and lost three. Well, yeah. So oh two and five or oh two and three. Right. If that's how you want to say it. Sure. It is. <laughs> um, like. Yeah, I mean, I think the I think the fans have a right to be frustrated. I think Sporting has not been playing well, and I have not seen any indication that things are going to change. Um, so you think that's where the boos are the most? It's just that I think I think they shouldn't be targeted at the players because I think if anything, it should be targeted at management. I think it should be targeted at Vermees. Well, here here's a Vermees quote for you okay. after the game. He said, "You're making a mistake." making mistake, making mistake, and it's the same people making it. Now we're in a position where we're going to have to change some things because we have to, and maybe that's for the best. He goes on to say that some players should be watching the game from the bench. So he seems ready to, and obviously I think it's sweat the most, right? Yeah, I think that's probably who he's talking about primarily. I mean, from the First goal of the season, Sweat does not get to the line fast enough. He keeps him on. And then the first goal tonight, Sweat keeps him on. You know, like, I think Sweat... Sweat was not a good MLS player back when he was at New York City FC. And certainly now, like, I mean, just... I mean, you'll, you'll say it was a... Atrocious performance. No, because you were today. You were, sweat. Yeah. Yeah. In the last game. Well, yes. what do you think of that? So, do you think Vermees is finally from these quotes? Do you think Vermees is ready to make change? I mean, it sounds like it. It's but it also sounds like. Would it, what if? It's where's the, the buck stop? You know, mm. because I've been saying that Sweat doesn't deserve to start almost every single game of the season. Um yet he keeps starting him uh and sweat has made some mistakes that have led to goals um but you know sweat isn't the reason that sporting aren't scoring uh sweat isn't the reason that there's a huge gap in the middle of our field in the middle of our uh in front of our center back sweat's not the reason that we are unable to work the ball through the middle at all um so like yeah i think it's important to cut out to cut out mistakes, um, and yeah, I don't necessarily think Sweat should be getting that starting spot. But to but to say he lost us three games this season. Do you think that's no? Okay, two maybe. 
Portland. The first one I can give, yeah, sure. Portland. If you want to, if you want to say that that sweat lost us a game again today. Again, again, yeah. all those games that you're saying, uh, it like is also ignoring the fact that we were, we're impotent, on impotent, impotent That's on offense. Impotent on offense. Oh, yeah. Um, because, you know, if Sweat... scoring in these games? So, yeah, the Portland game, sure. You can blame that on Sweat, even though our offense didn't score. Um, this game, no, absolutely not. Sweat's fault? No. He got the red card when it was 1-1. And then... I mean, uh, again, what are you going to do at that point? I, I don't think it was personal error of sweat to have these goals be scored on us. I don't. His personal error did not. I again, I think, I think even even if sweat didn't keep a man onside, didn't get red carded, we still would have lost. <laughs> no, no, we still would have lost by multiple goals because there With was eleven people on the field. Yeah, because there were there were problems that were happening the whole game. That it was like it's a matter of time. Like Morris not being the leading scorer, who is punishing us over and over and over again, not being marked. That's not Sweat's person to mark. Sweat wasn't even on the side. The side that that dude who got three assists on, that was on Zussi's side. That's true. He got three assists playing on Zussi's side. Morris got three goals being in between Volader and Fantas. So for you to be like, it's Sweat's well, fault he that we lost his well, game. He, didn't, well, he, he wasn't even on the field at that point. Exactly. So how can <laughs> exactly? Um, so, wait, wait. No, no, no. So, I don't know how that works. So for I guess it for Vermees for Vermees to say that I I say I you're where's the excited for a change though. Where right? do, you I'm, don't yeah, have the I'm same cool. lineup? I'm cool to have a change. Yeah, I would like to cool. not see cool. Shelton starting. I would like to not see go down the list. Starting. How many people ideally would you not want to start? Because I feel like I named. The pe- I what who's on your list? I think Shallowy's worth a start. I think he's I think he's shown in especially in the past two three games he's worth yeah, a so start. Who who is who from this lineup? I guess are you keeping? Is it going to be less people than? I'll keep Shallowy. Um, I'd be interested to see how Polito can do coming back, but I guess I would keep I would keep Agata especially to try to build on momentum of at least scoring in the last game. Um, and a two, again, I think really the service is more at fault for Agata's failing to score than Agata's personal. I don't think he's done great, but I, again, if yeah, he had it. better service, I think he could do more. Um, let me see. Tommy, I think, should get the start. I don't think he's played that great over the past one, two games, but I think he should get the start. Um, Roger, I, I can't say because... he's See, he's on my list of... Of no of no start, I, I mean, can't. If you're talking about I can't say I can't say because much. because for like I can't say because I don't know that who is going like Hernandez coming in for yeah. him is going to be. I I team. say do it. There were multiple. I say do it. There were multiple goals that I've seen over the past two games. Um, Hernandez was on the field at that point. Yeah, where he where where uh, at times he was further back than Voltaire, um, but he was not getting to the player in time or not being goal side and literally just watching an unmarked player in the middle of the field. Um, 
that that's an issue. So I I wouldn't I wouldn't pick Espinoza off. I wouldn't pick Voltaire off. Because again, like even with the mid middies not playing well, and I think not supporting the uh, center backs, kept all three midfield. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> I don't no know else. that that's their personal problem, or if it's it's the, or it's the system that they're yeah, playing yeah. in. Because yeah, yeah. I think the system is flawed, especially the way that it's been playing. Okay, I so think who flawed. else are you keeping? That um, go to your back line now. <sighs> Zussi, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Zussi? No, I would keep Zussi. Um, not Sweat. Actually, I think he's been strong. Not Sweat. And if if there's if there's somebody who's... If there are people who are going to be better, yeah, Fantas and Volader both could go. Because I think... I don't think that either of them have been exceptionally atrocious. But I don't think that they've been good either. Right, um, they haven't positively affected. Pulse Camp, I would give the start. Um... Uh, See, I honestly probably go Milian. I, I I don't I, think the goals have been his fault, but it's like I also I don't know. I would love to see Milia in there, but I also feel like it, like Pulse Camp would be a little if you bit want hard to organize the back. Then you probably want your thirty-five year old vet. That's fair. That's fair because it could, as far as communication goes, it's not just the center back. So yeah, maybe. Um, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the games that we have tied, um, Pulsecamp has done his job to to keep to keep it that way. Um, in the games we've lost, uh, I I really haven't seen like any goals where I'm like, Pulse that was Pulsecamp's fault. Like this whole season, zero goals where it's like Pulsecamp made a mistake there or whatever you know maybe he could have had like one out of out of the whole season the all the goals that he's all the goals that he's conceded maybe he could have had like one or two uh saves but like that he didn't make but none of them for me have been goals where you go no doubt in my mind he should be expected to make that save so for that reason I would love to see Melia in. I love Melia. Probably one of my favorite players at sporting. Um, but I also would feel a little hard done for Pulse Camp if he, like, you know, gave up four goals in this last game. Um, again, none of those goals I really think were his fault. Um, it would kind of suck to see him lose his starting spot. It would almost seem like it was an excuse, like, oh, he gave up four goals. Let's put Malia in there for them to put Malia back in. Personally, yeah. What I've I've seen some people you know because Leipold could be out, who would be taking one of those fullback spots. What what's your thought on, you know, like Voladere going out there on the on the yeah you think that's a big on the flat idea yeah I don't no I don't think that's a good idea. I agree. I probably I, agree. I don't think he has the ball playing ability and he's positional knowledge. Positional knowledge for sure, yeah. So I mean we saw shallowy. Shallow I mean shallowy should not absolutely be absolutely Yeah, it should not be it. that back spot. Um I think Which Shelton makes you more just a little bit more like caps off to, to Zussi for being able to make that transition. 
I mean, oh, obviously, sure. Shaloui I mean, would need more time at it. But. Yeah, and some players are more, like, attacking-focused. Shaloui's obviously there for his attacking prowess and not his defending prowess. Shelton, I, I don't know what he's there for. <laughs> um, because, because, like, he's a big body and he can win the ball back. But, like, again, like, going back, his, his defensive work rate is... Has sometimes not been good. Either. Has sometimes not been that high. And then also, not only his defensive work weight, but, like, I, he, he's obviously not a defender. Um, his his instinct, his, his positioning, all of that has been pretty... He's been exposed. If Zussi were to get hurt he would not be the person to take his spot because he's he's not a defender. Like you can and that's the thing that's frustrating. If you're having your wingers in there because they can cover for Zusi who might be slow or whatever, don't fucking have a winger. Have a have a fucking midfielder who can sit back there or something. Um because because he's not helping like if Zusi goes up and he's dropping a cover He's not turning into a fullback. He is standing in the space that Zuki has vacated. You know, like he's not marking. He's not staying goal side. He doesn't know where to go if he has to pick between going to the ball or staying to mark. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't have that. He's not a. Def- he's not a defender. So I'm not saying that he should have that. But like, okay, then don't don't have him do that. Like, don't expect him to, you know, when he gets exposed there or he's not doing his job or he's just ball watching while someone fucking puts it upper 90 from the outside of the box, don't be surprised. Mm. Well, they're going to have to figure something out, right? Because now Sweat's, he's got a suspension. Yeah, who would, I mean, there's so who, a... who are they even going to put in? They, like, that, that is that young interesting. Man. Probably, right? Pierre? Yeah. Was he even on the bench? Actually, or... No, yeah, so they put... They ended up putting Davis, another academy player, in. Didn't Duke go in? Duke kind of played... Yes, he did go in for Tommy. Yeah, Duke kind of played... I like him. I I really do. And he's been with the team for a couple seasons now. Like, I mean, I, I think I'm ready. I love... Espinoza, but I think I'm I'm ready for Hernandez to start right now. I I don't know. I have been a little bit. I have. I have he been just a little bit. Touch the ball much, like well, for I've being been a midfielder. To see his, like, his his defensive work rate and yeah. and positional knowledge Espinoza? and instinct. No, Hernandez. Oh oh, has been suspect to me. Mm. Um, just just in the time that he has been on, I've I've watched him watch as as dangerous things happen that he should be covering. Polito was on the bench, which was yeah. nice. Didn't mm-hmm. get in, but so yeah, next week is going to be tough. We're playing, yeah, who are uh, playing? Philadelphia, mm. strong side. Where are they sitting? down a crucial defensive? Watch us win without sweat. <laughs> Philadelphia <laughs> needs to come. Philadelphia is... Is that at home or away? Two and three. And the match is in Philadelphia. Oof. Pennsylvania. 
Yeah, it'll be a tough one. Um, and we'll be, you know, we'll be, uh, again. What are you looking forward to with this next match? Not having, well, we can't have the same lineup. I'm looking that is something that cannot happen. I'm looking forward to, I, I would like to see Shelton riding bench, left bench. Um, that would be fun. And having uh, Russell up there and seeing how Russell does under the way that things currently are going. Because um, they will not be changing. And I would like, and I'm excited to see whoever they put in in that left back to position because that's been a weak spot for us too. Maybe they do better. So, yeah, both of those. um, I guess the biggest thing that I would be excited for is to see any tactical changes to our, you know, our formation might not change. It probably won't. But either way, um, again, like it doesn't matter if the formation changes. I would like you to have more than just one formation you can use, but but to be able to change the function of the formation, um, and also to like the way that shit's been going. Like I think we should probably have two defensive mids, but that probably won't happen. So I guess the question is, what are we going to do to strengthen the spine of our team? That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really interesting to me because, like, big picture, we talked about this season as a super important one, as, like, not to replicate the year before where you get out of it early. Like, the fans get super disinterested like, it just feels same old, same old. And, like, right now, it is... Yeah. I feel like a We're very about precarious... As <laughs> impotent as you can A get. very precarious spot to be in if you... Yeah, so, I mean, I... That's... Yeah, that makes me... Um, well, like, big picture, what does this start mean, you know? the big, The big picture, like, worst case scenario is that we that it stadium gets more and more empty like that that it doesn't get better that it doesn't get better and what do you think and we have and we have Vermees just trying to squid a like just trying to fit a square peg in a round hole for five years um because Five more years. Yeah, because that's on top of the that's, five years we have. That's right the now. biggest issue because you're saying this is an important season where we can see whether or not like like based after last season, like if if we did poor this season, then we might have something to start worrying about. Um, the biggest worry that I would have is if we do if we continue poor run throughout the season and have a similar season to last season. It doesn't matter because we still have the same manager who's who's still just as um, you know stuck in his ways and and fucking blaming one player for us losing four to one. Yeah, that was. I mean, I don't know. Did that surprise you that it was just like clearly went after sweat? No, because he subs Sweat off immediately after the last one. And, like, anytime Sweat has 
been the reason that we've given up a goal, he has singled him out. So no, it doesn't surprise me in that, but it does make me wonder like, is that good to do as a manager? Because it's like no, you, it's not you again. The where's the buck stop? Him. Yeah, where's like, the buck stop? Well, is that and and you've even, been there yeah. for so long, yeah. like like shame on you. I mean, even you've when been he the got one who, here, I was like, why are we picking up well, Ben Sweat? And before and before Leipold was hurt, yeah, exactly. Like who brings him to the club? And also before yeah. Leipold was hurt, Sweat was still getting the start over him every fucking right. time. So so you know when you can. You can look at the situation and him being like, oh, this is Sweat's fault every time we fucking lose. And it's like, okay, but you selected him to start every time. You brought him here. And also, too, on top of that, Sweat's not been the reason that we've been losing. Sweat might be a contributing factor, but also our offense has been impotent. Our midfield has been getting bossed. We've been losing possession in every game. And we have been... Severely flawed going forward and defending. So, um, to be like, everything's working fine, don't worry, it's just the failings of one of our 11 players on the field. Bullshit. I mean, do you you disagree? (laughs) I mean... I mean... Yeah, yeah. You do disagree. No, I don't. This was a rough one. I'm like... I I don't even know if there's more to say. Because we lost. Because, you know, between the two of us, you are more optimistic than I... And I still and think we more... win the league, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, I think you are know. more disillusioned than I. <laughs> um, and also are are a, are on the Vermees train. When when that's my question to you. Is oh, we don't have the time. It's <laughs> <laughs> like time is up. <laughs> Maybe we can do. If we, we continue should. this run, yeah, if we, we continue playing four zero loss, let's let's just not talk about the game and do. Uh... A signing, a, or like a, a replacing Vermees. Oh no! I was like, like players. I I think players. I think players. Yeah, like, but you still didn't answer my question. <laughs> at, at, All at right, what see point, ya, folks. We're uh... <laughs> at what point does John hop off the Vermees train? Um, that's such a good question. I'm gonna have to reflect. Think on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm find out gonna next week, folks, because it's, I'm, it's tough. For, yeah, it's I'm tough. writing it down. I'm going to put it at the top of this page. <laughs> it is. Let's. Yeah, we should talk about. John, it next what do you week. think about Vermees? Um. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh. Look forward to that. See you next week. To where John's reality comes crumbling down around him. Especially, we'll see after this next game. Yeah, if we lose another four. Alright, folks. Another four beggar. We will see ya... Go sporting. um, See you after the Philadelphia game. After the Philadelphia win. Okay. Oh, wait. Yep. Alright, we see... Philadelphia win? Yeah. Bye!